listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. My brothers and sisters, may the Lord give you peace. Amen. We have a very special feast day today, the most holy name of Jesus. And uh, it's such an interesting feast day. We have uh, kind of the spirituality of prayer. And for the Jewish people, the biblical people, there there was a whole thing about God revealing his name. You know, uh, if you look at the story of the creation, you have Adam naming things, and then you have the names, the the Hebrew names always had meaning, you know, uh, different names had meaning. And then you had the revelation of the burning bush to Moses. And Moses was like, well, who do I tell the people is sending me? Who is it? The God of Abraham, the God of Jacob, the God of Israel. And then there's that mysterious name that God revealed to Moses, a name which means I am. Sometimes, well, the Jewish people would never pronounce the name because they had a devotion. God is so holy, don't say his name. So they would, other words they would say in place of that holy sacred name um, sometimes it's pronounced Yahweh. Sometimes it's pronounced Jehovah, depending on what vowels you put in the Hebrew text. But I am. And um, so there was this whole interesting thing about calling on the name of the Lord. And uh, so the spirituality behind that had to do with the idea of somebody's identity. You think of somebody, you name them. It's like, this is who you are, right? A name is symbolic. It somehow symbolizes who you are. And um, so along comes Jesus, his name, Mary and Joseph were told by the angel, you will name him Jesus, that name, he couldn't be named just anything, right? He he needed that name, Jesus, which is uh, a name in Hebrew, which means God saves or Yahweh saves because he is the savior. It's really something really beautiful. And so it's the name of Jesus. And uh, St. Paul developed a whole spirituality that the the name above all names, Jesus, the, uh, Acts 4, the only name that we can call upon to be saved, Jesus. And there's developed this whole beautiful spirituality, particularly in the East. Eastern Christians have what they call the Jesus prayer. So similar to the rosary, they would they say, Jesus, 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 or um, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on me. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on me says in the catechism that the name of Jesus invokes the presence of the one that you're calling upon, Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus, son of Joseph, as some of his neighbors would call him. And so it really is something beautiful. And around the time of St. Bernardine of Siena, a great Franciscan saint, the, the Western Catholic Christians started developing a devotion. And that was around the time that they added the word Jesus to the rosary. So if you look at the words of the angel from which we get the Hail Mary, the, the name Jesus isn't there. Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. But around the time of St. Bernardine of Siena and the spirituality of invoking the name of Jesus, they added the name Jesus to the, ro- to the Hail Mary. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, right? And there was a devotion of bowing your head when you hear the name of Jesus, as some of you are doing it. It's beautiful expressions of our love for him, our love for him. Um, really something. An interesting side note, um, 
You know the the meaning of the word exorcism means to name, to invoke the name, to cast the demon out. Exorcism. So it's the uh, you see them driving out demons in the name of Jesus. You know, and it has the invoking him, invoking his name, you're invoking him and the authority that he has. This Lord of Lords and King of Kings and the, the, the one whose name all knees will bow. In the Old Testament, that was supposed to be God. The name of God is the name by which all knees will bow, right? A gesture of genuflection, which is a gesture of worship. St. Paul will apply that to the name of Jesus. They believed Jesus was God from the beginning. The name of Jesus, the one, the name, the name by which all knees will bow in reverence to the, the person whose name is Jesus. It's beautiful. It really is a beautiful day. Um, uh, I've just returned from visiting my family. If I, if I had been a little better organized, I would have had the litany of the holy name of Jesus for you. So I don't have it, but you're getting a little homework today, okay? <laughs> Make sure you look that up. There's a beautiful litany, the holy name of Jesus. And in that litany, they're, they're grabbing all the titles that Jesus has, you know, son of God, you know, lamb of God, all, the, all these titles that are expressions of his identity and uh, in a beautiful reverence for that holy name, that name which represents the person of Jesus. It's really something. Um, how beautiful, huh? I just absolutely love that holy name of Jesus and the, and the simplicity of the prayer. And um, it's interesting that in the Bible, particularly in the book of Revelation, it makes reference to the fact that God has a special name for each one of us and that we won't find out what that name is until we're in heaven. Isn't that wild? You know, so the, the idea of the name, the biblical concept of somebody's name being somehow an expression of your, who you are. And so, uh, and that is first of all applied to the Lord Jesus, our savior. Um, and it really is something. So you can imagine all the different feast days of the Lord, right? We have all sorts of feast days and each feast day honors some different aspect of his mystery, you know, <laughs> you know, and, and in the midst of all of those different types of feast days, the church developed this one for the holy name, the holy name of Jesus. There's also a holy name of Mary, but the holy name of Jesus, you know, that we invoke his name because we love him and, uh, he loves us. And, uh, that idea, if you don't mind me saying, it carries over into the practice of so many of the sacraments. So like when I baptize somebody, I say their name. You know, John Paul, I baptize you in the name of the Father, into the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The name of the Trinity, name singular, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Or when you get confirmed, right? The bishop <laughs> confirms you and your name is invoked. And also um, in marriage, I just did the wedding for my niece a few days ago. It was such a joyful thing. You think about the typical formulary of the vow invoking the sacrament of matrimony. I, David, take you, Dorothy, <laughs> to be my wife. You know, like the name is there. Um, and it really is, again, it's a, a deeply biblical concept and it's beautiful. It is so beautiful um, that we have this um, this revelation that God is, you know, a person, you know, not some sort of vague cosmic soup or, you know, some state of nirvana or whatever, but no, a person in, in the Eucharistic prayer will pray that God will welcome the souls of the deceased to the light of your face, like that God has a face. He's got a name. He's his identity, his person, and it's beautiful. 
Amen. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans mm-hmm.